took out your iPad. No, I didn't. You chose not to bring it? There's nothing on it. So if there's nothing on it, I only bring it, I usually only bring it so that I can, um, what's the word? Do your list? Yeah, so I can get the list from my phone and look at it, but I don't make a list. And since I didn't make a list, then there was no point in well, now hustling, it, hustling it out here. Now your phone isn't being occupado, so you have access See? to your phone. Last thing I have is last week's list. Hmm. I got you. I have no list either. Do you have a list? Nope. It'll be a short show. Nice talking to you, folks. Have a good weekend. That's it. We out. <laughs> this one will be super easy to edit. <laughs> Especially since I spent literally all day yesterday, more than 12 hours to upload one podcast. That was all cut up in the bits. For the YouTubes. I should just like smack you. With you it. shouldn't. But that's this is bad enough. I. Nah. <laughs> you guys all know what this is, but you should know what this is. Everybody should know what this is. Like why? Why is this here? If you don't know what this is, look up color checker. I need to get a video one. You've been saying that. I think since we started. The video ones are expensive. <laughs> yeah, they are. Okay, but you still keep saying and they're, that. And they're bigger. <coughs> what we need is we need like a shelf. That way I can put stuff on it. And I can put the color checker on the shelf somewhere. You mean a shelf for the background? Yeah. Oh. That's what we need. Think we need. Instead of these curtain thingies. I think we may need that, that are a pain in the ass every every slightly better space if we're going to do that. No, we just need a shelf. We need a place where the cats are not coming out. They're not coming out here. We don't have I mean, all I have to do is move the litter pan to the backspace. That's literally all I have to do. Then we can keep that door closed. Then this could always be set up. Well, then you can walk out here and talk to the camera. You can talk to the people anytime you want to. When it when the when the when the mood when, when it hits you, wow! Like when the you want to go on those rants, those long yeah, you can just come and sit rants. down and be like. And then I'm like, save it for the podcast, and you're like, blah, 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 and save it for the podcast, and it still goes mm-hmm. for another 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, that's kind of the problem there, Aaron has. Yeah, but if I write down the topic, I'll get just as upset as I was when but I first no, you started won't. talking about it. Where are you going to write it down? Where are you, where are you going to put it? On my iPad. Where's your iPad right now? I don't have anything. Because you didn't write it down on the iPad. But I didn't have a rant this week. He didn't have a rant this week. You didn't rant? No. It was Normally a- I have a daily rant, but I didn't rant a about it. A daily anything. rant. Yeah. Okay. I didn't have anything. You were busy this week with a 
your new assignments, right? Yeah. On my, my two new classes. Well, that's good. Alright, kick it. Do Roll it. the intro! It looks right. Well, um, wait. What are we waiting for? Wait. Now go. What the? <laughs> we, it was we finished. had this conversation. It wasn't finished. This is not a thing that needs to be done. Uh, I don't know why, because, dude. Usually, what happens is you oh say God. roll the intro. See, this is the problem when you don't watch your own podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't. You're on a podcast and you don't watch the podcast, so you have no idea how it's edited. Well, you should at least watch one podcast. Like from August, for example. Oh, God. Because that's, that's what I'm one on. you did. No, two. Two? I've, I've uploaded two whole podcasts, which is a from total of got here. 17 shows, 17 YouTube videos. Podcasts? From two podcasts. Because I try to are limit them all, to around 10 minutes. Are, you, are they all scheduled to go up different days? No, they're not scheduled yet. Only uh, Thursday and Friday of this week is up. Then I'm going to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I'm just going to try to. We're going to try to mix them up. And then put the topics inside of the posting so that the, the topics are there. Whatever we talked about in that particular episode. And the episode numbers, or the show number, part one, part two, it's all there. So you can, if you want to watch one, I thought about trying to do a, uh, I thought about doing a, like, make each show its own playlist. So then you could watch, God, <laughs> but then each show is a coffee chat, so then it would have to be part of, each one is part of two playlists, and, uh. Just, there's a search function on YouTube. Just use that. Just, just do that. And, and we're going to need to do more interesting thumbnailage, but I'm too lazy to do thumbnails. One, one thing I've, I've seen from a lot of YouTubers, they'll just, while they're filming, they'll just sort of pose for a moment and then just take that, like a screenshot or whatever. Yeah, I know, but then there's still more that you kind of have to do to it. Well, sure, but, but I don't want to do that. That's what I'm, if I'm going to do that, then I could just make a thumbnail. You know what I mean? I could just make a thumbnail doing exactly what you said, because every frame is still just a photo. Yeah, a photo. So. So you got to make the ed the editing interesting for yourself. That's why I make them. That's why I cut them up so much. Right. Yeah, when was the last time you posted a video? About like four months ago. So how's that fun thing happening working working out for you? Yeah, it kinda I is. recorded anything. Right. I don't, uh, you just said that the key was to make it fun for yourself. Yeah, but I and haven't then recorded you anything. Haven't, so why in the hell haven't you recorded anything? See? 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 Oh, we 
you don't have the no, space. No, because I don't want to bring down my computer and... Why do you have to bring down a computer? Space to do you it. got power right there. I know, but I don't want to bring down all my stuff. To all your sit stuff. Here and... What all stuff would you have to bring? A computer, a laptop. Computer, mouse. I mean, my point is a laptop. Literally portable stand. computer. Come on, stand. No, you don't have to bring that. Why? More comfortable to sit and look at it. Oh, but you don't have to. A laptop is literally made for you to put on your non-existent lap. I have a lap. Keegan does not have a lap. Her legs are this big. Hard drive. All things made to be portable. Here's a question. Camera's right there! Wait, 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 I have a question. Why couldn't you just take this? Upstairs. Oh god, that. Oh god. I mean, you could. And put it behind you, and then you wouldn't have to remove any of your stuff. But why? Why? Why is it? Why do you think it's a backdrop that he needs? I don't know. Why did you think that was? I was saying that you have a table, camera, backdrop if you want it, but you have all of the stuff that you'd want right here. I mean, upstairs is not the ideal place. Because the, the it depends on where you would put the camera, but he's in a corner. I'm in a corner next to a giant window. I mean, the window's not bad. I mean, I can Everybody close, says I can use that natural the, light. Yeah, I can close the curtain if I want to, but... I think it would be more about camera placement. Yeah. Just making sure I'm not completely dark. Then you would use the light. Then, hence why this space would be perfect. You could literally just set up right here with your stuff and play away. Once I go back to the small screen instead of having the big screen. You mean your laptop screen? The thing designed for games to play. Yeah, but I have it hooked up to a monitor. <laughs> okay. Speaking of play, I'll get the one thing that I have out of the way. I'm on the last episode of The Witcher. Yeah, The Witcher. I've been seeing all kinds of weird stuff about The Witcher. I, it was confusing because I I woke up at like six something and took a shower and then when I came out I was like okay I need to finish this so that I have a reason to play the game because I reinstalled the game just like forty two gig. That's it. <clears throat> so that's it. It didn't take very long. Um, Not very big. Not anymore. It was a Mortal couple years Kombat, ago. Mortal Kombat is 11 is like 70 something. Yeah, and they're, I think it's either Death Stranding or something else. It's like 150 gig. I think Cyberpunk is really big too. So, so, the Witcher, oh, um, what do you think? I, I, you're loving it, aren't you? Go ahead and say it. Yeah, I'm confused. No, but you're loving I, it. I, I like the show. show. Mm -hmm. But I'm. I'm yeah, well, it's becoming it more clear in the last episode, but just keep watching. Yeah, and then I'm, if you don't, like if you don't through. get it, if you're not there, that's when you go to the YouTube's and have them give you the timeline. Because I found a very good video about. I think it was on either Looper. I think it was Looper that did a timeline of the TV show. Right, of the Netflix show. Right, so that you could 
be like, oh, that's why this is like I this, mean, because this is in the past. Or in this episode, there it seems to be connecting a bunch of stuff that was confusing before, so... It's really not as confusing <clears throat> once you realize what they're doing. Yeah. It's not like uh, Quentin Tarantino. It's not like Pulp Fiction. I've seen I've been seeing some interesting interesting things about the show because they it's like I don't think anybody really wanted to like it. Yeah. So they're the I people didn't that to like it at all. the people that are kind of like into gaming, so to speak. Or into the books. the books or even the graphic novels. They are because they had prior knowledge, <clears throat> their criticisms are less harsh. But the people that are not into any of that stuff, like not one bit of that world and what has been going on in it, they are just ripping the show up and down because it seems, you know, ridiculous and blah blah. But it's like, it's a fantasy yeah, thing. I mean, I mean why can't it be ridiculous? I mean. You know, it's it's like I guess it's just a matter of accepting the world. But that's what I'm saying. It's like the people that are that would normally review, say, a TV show, they're just like, this is some old bullshit. Like it's just terrible. But then the people that if are invested in any part of that world in the things that have been out, because I mean, yeah, remember it's got <coughs> what third game. Geralt's in two more video games. And there's a... What is it? Gwent? Yeah, and then you... Witcher yeah. card game. Yeah, that game that you can play inside of The Witcher is yeah. a its, its, own, game. its own game. And, I mean, it's like... What is the other one? And then you have the books. Soul Calibur? Right, is he's in there. That Geralt's in? Yeah, and he's in another one. Like a DLC fighter. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, Monster Hunter. Is he a Monster Hunter? I think so. Really? Yeah, I'm sure. I think so. Something about that don't sound There was a DLC, I believe, like one of the monsters from The Witcher comes through a portal or something and he comes with it. Huh. I think. But I'm, I, it's it's very interesting to see how this is being reviewed. Yeah, it's I not like fanboys aren't saying, yes, it's good, and everybody else is not. That's not what's happening. It's just the, the one sliver of people that have no connection to anything The Witcher, they're the ones that are reviewing it going, it's not good, and Cavill's not good, and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, but... but you're not involved in Yeah. It's like saying everything of Star Wars, A New Hope. Or let's say the, the Phantom Menace. The world is there, the books are there, people have been reading it and talking about it, and there's fan fiction, there's all this stuff. Okay, now, you get the Phantom Menace and all of a sudden it's, oh, this is the worst thing ever. It's like, how could you do that? Right. I mean, that's not just the mere fact did. that it's been made. A lot of people did, though. Yeah, it's very, it's very all, interesting. All three of those movies, people say are like the worst ones. I don't think it's the worst ones. I think the idea of midichlorians was the problem. Seriously, that was the problem. That and Jar Jar Binks. That, that, those are your biggest issues. You know. It's true. It, it, that's where the problem comes in. Out, out, outside of that, 
the the story of Anakin becoming Darth Vader. Okay, we didn't know. You know, we needed somebody to tell us how he got there, right? In film. So that that doesn't bother me at all. You know, could it be? I mean, is it plausible? Sure. You know, you knew he went bad. I mean, he went bad, right? <laughs> he literally breaks bad. So I mean, you know, how did he get there? What what pushed him there? That was what that was what you're most interested in. Meeting him, seeing how he grows, seeing what pushes him over the edge, and then getting to the edge and getting to Darth Vader. That's essentially what we got. And a little bit of other details along the way that we didn't have. <clears throat> Man. I don't know if the last three have have given us any more. Now that the last one is out, none of us have seen it yet. The last one is out. I know it's out. What do you mean by it didn't give anymore? The last three haven't really moved the ball. Oh. You know, they gave us new characters, but it, did they? I don't honestly. I don't know if they made us care about them very much. You know, it's like you just kind of like, eh, okay, there's another chick. Hello, chicky. We know nothing about you. You're running around in the sand. Oh, great. Right. I mean, it's yeah, it's, no it's very under. It's very yeah. underwhelming. The only characters you care about are the old ones. Right, and this yeah. is the only summer. characters that are old. <laughs> and then you get to. The Mandalorian, where now you have a character to care about again, and that one seems to be more interesting to see what was going on, which is predating the stuff that is happening right now. You know, so it's, eh, I'd rather know more about that. I'd rather, maybe, maybe the Obi-Wan thing is going to be more interesting. I don't know. I don't know if I really want to know about Obi-Wan running around in the sand, though. As a young man. Yeah, the same actor that's in the prequel movies. Yeah, so. he's he's young. It would be, and and apparently there's going to be a young Luke. I think I heard somewhere. Because that's that was his job is to be watching over Luke, on that he was supposed to be making sure he's okay. Yeah, he'd be a child. Well, he'd be baby to he'd be some age. Between baby, infant, when he brings him, and when he takes him back off again. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, oh, oh! Speaking of things we're watching, I've been raising the. Uh, I have. I have. I'm almost done with the raising the. I'm not refusing. Just the first one, you know, hurt me a little bit. You have refused to watch just about everything. I have not. The people. That pay attention know that you refuse to watch everything. You have watched nothing that we've told you to watch. That's I not saw. true. Oh, what have you watched? What have you watched? I, we, we, we all want to know. I watched the abstract thing you told me to watch. That's because Keegan said you can't move fast. And Keegan trapped you. She didn't trap with me. food and rubs. She food and rubs. She Apparently, didn't trap. if you want to trap a mommy... A live mommy? All you, 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 you just give her food. Just stroke her head a little rub bit. The feet. Give her, give her food. This is a drink for all of you out there. Because if you don't move and you don't have to go to the bathroom, you watch pretty much anything. Okay, so what have you watched that that we've suggested that you watch on your own? 
not being trapped. Wow. Big fat nuts. Those crickets were really loud. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't watched watch Stranger it? Things. No. Oh, even Frank watched Stranger oh, Things. Oh, did you? Oh, did, did you? Uh, have you watched any of Raising Dion? I've seen the first episode. Did you hear when Pat's phone rings? Yep. Is it Stranger Things? I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Okay. I think Keegan's seen Sabrina. I watched the Sabrina. She she suggested I watch that. Yeah, but you wanted to watch that. Yeah, but I want to watch The Raising Man, too. You know what my problem what? What? Wait, wait a minute. You want to watch something that I just sat down yesterday and literally watched almost okay, all here. the episodes of? Really? Yeah. <laughs> How many episodes? And I think I got to eight and then went to bed. There's a difference between you being able to watch something and me watching something. You who can, is putting there? Who is messing up your Netflix? You can go for hours without being interrupted. Oh God! Here I go cannot. Interrupting again. I cannot. Literally, cannot write a sentence. Who on is a stopping screen. you? Who's stopping you? I have an answer. And I don't like watching things where I have to keep pausing every thirty. But you know seconds. what? I don't. I don't have a problem and with the pausing. No, I have a problem if I'm in the middle of watching something and I'm like, I don't like watching things with, especially with Keegan, if, if she's already seen it, because she wants to stop and then have a dialogue about it. That's why you gotta wait for the dialogue. You gotta wait for Saturday. Or she'll have some reaction to something, and it's like, why are you reacting? And there's nothing happened, happened yet. Nothing happened, but she knows what happens next. Yes, well, that's that's the learning not to spoil. Uh -huh. Yeah, well, it's not fun. No, so I don't watch. I know, but that's not a reason not to. No, watch. it is. It that is you my. You just put on your headphones and you're done. Aaron, it's not that simple. I literally, I wanted to write the other day. Everybody had work to do. I literally spent thirty minutes trying to complete a sentence because. This person would say something, and then that person would say something, and then somebody else would say something. And so well, why do you have to listen to anybody saying anything? Because they're talking to me. Why? <laughs> why? Because I'm the mama, and that's my oh, job. Uh, see, you're putting something out there that's just not true. And you, you all you just put on your headphones because you were listening to music. So you could just put on your headphones, let the music play. But when they talk, guess what? Then when they get no response. They will stop but talking. I did say, I'm going to write today. I'm going to put on my music and close the door and write. I, like I said. And then. Yeah, I think this has more to do. Two minutes things. later, my door was open. There was a person on the bed. And this has it, more to do. Because no, you don't have this a thing in your brain that says, don't go listen. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm never going to tell See, you to go away. Out, That's man. the problem. If that person, if, if anyone does. You can, wait, wait, wait. You could be in the same room just not having a conversation and both getting your stuff done. You could be. You're just choosing not to. You're choosing to interact we with the people can around be. you. No, you can be. You just choose not to. What am I supposed Keegan to do? Keegan sits behind me all the time. Ignore her when she sits. No, you put on your headphones. When headphones if, go if on. If you don't hear a... them, you're not ignoring them. <laughs> It's true! On, there's like a mutual understanding that you don't talk to that Because you can't hear them, so they won't be talking. Only, I think it's you who talk to people with headphones on. Yup, <laughs> you sure do. 
Everybody just, just yesterday. <laughs> just yesterday. You say something, hmm. say, okay. I make sure to to hit the space bar quite loud so that you hear it. I don't hear it. So and then I take a headphone off and you're still talking. I've been dealing with this from the beginning. That's why you That's always hear me the say... The beginning! You didn't start wearing headphones till China. The beginning of the millennium! Alright. Yeah, that's right. See what I'm saying? It's been... That's it. It, it, it. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, you, you, you have no excuse. You just... You're making a choice to do one thing over the other things. And then you're saying you're being interrupted. You're not being interrupted. I am being interrupted. No, you're not. You're interrupting yourself by choosing to, to, to engage. Know. When, all you have to do is say, when this show is over, I will talk to you. That's all you have to do. And then be all in, watch your thing, and then say, okay, now, what did you want to talk about? And then have the conversation, because the conversation is not going anywhere. That's, that's what I would do. They're more important than whatever's on my screen. Nah, that, 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 they that, are more important. Look, that's that's not really the have, point, though. When we want to have other conversations, or, you know, want to involve you in things, you can't do that until you've seen, like, three seasons of a show. I can't you've see gotta, three seasons of a show because I can't... That's not true. Stop saying you can't. Of course you can. <laughs> you're have, choosing. You're choosing. many times when Keegan is asleep, when nothing is happening, let's watch this thing. No. Well, also, I don't, I don't know. There it is. There it is right there. There's the real truth. There it is. You don't really want to watch this shit. I don't want to watch this shit. Go ahead and just say you don't want to watch this shit. I don't. Stranger Things, fuck you. Don't like you. I didn't say I didn't like them. You I don't know your, anything about them. You and your little 11 person thingy. Don't want to see you. I mean, just say it. It's okay. We realize it now because you won't watch it. Well, we realized it after you yelled at the three of us. Oh, yeah, there was that. God, you, you guys were You exploded me. and yelled at everyone you didn't talk to for two days. So. You didn't not talk to me for Sad. Sad. Yeah, the headphones went on. I'm telling you. Have all of the time and opportunity. You have been on bed rest essentially yeah. for what? Two months? Three months now? Five months now? God! And you tell me you can't watch some shit? <laughs> and in one day I can watch almost a whole season of a show, but in in three, six months you can't watch <laughs> one episode? Yeah. I have watched Because you get interrupted. I, mean, I watched one episode. I mean, the first episode. All I'm saying is that you have the opportunity. You have the time, the opportunity. You have drives. You have a computer. You have headphones. You have everything you need. You're just making your choice. I've watched every single episode of The Mandalorian. That's because you sat down. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. She got she she watched The Mandalorian from the beginning, and then it was a it was a Friday thing. That. I watched it. Yeah, you watched The Mandalorian. No problem. I you even watched the I new rock the, stars recap sure of the ep- of each episode. Yeah, I missed the first two weeks and got caught up in an hour. <laughs> I mean, and then the coming Friday, I just I kept going downstairs and watched it. Yeah, the you know, but yes, I. And now Friday.
I think you need to you, you gotta you gotta you gotta catch up, man. You gotta catch up. There are things that I do every day, things that I listen to every day with you. That's not what we're talking about. You're not talking about news. News is news. But if if I if you didn't sit there with me and I, I just listened to it, you wouldn't listen to it. Nope. You wouldn't even listen to Rachel. You don't listen to the back of the theater. You, oh no. Because he stopped playing it. Oh, no, no, no. Because back of the, the theater setup. is my setup. That's the setup. That's what I do when I set up for. If for Daddy this. played it out loud, like when we were in China and Daddy played it. I listen to all of it. You should probably listen to their last one. What? They have an interesting discussion that is wrapped up in education and those choices that we make of where to go to school and stuff like that. You might might need to to check that out. While I'm writing. It It was a little bit of funny, but... And interesting. I was talking this week about. It was a nice short show. Um, some someone asked, um, what were the pros and cons of homeschooling because they wanted to start homeschooling their child and um, or their children. Save gas. And they said, you know, what are the pros and cons? And it was interesting to see how many of these parents who homeschool were like, you know, one of the cons is that you have to create a structure and you have to follow this curriculum and blah 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 and I'm like you don't have to do any of that that's a choice you're making you're choosing to take your child out of a traditional environment but then wanting them to follow the rigor of a traditional environment when that's not necessary necessary. I mean we have well it depends on what you're trying to teach them yeah well, and that was that was another part of my thing. I'm like, if you're going to stay in the U.S. and you want your child to follow a traditional education path, so you want them to graduate from high school, you want them to go to university, and then you want them to get a job, then you need to keep them in that traditional structure. But if that's not what you want for your child, and that's not what your child wants for themselves, then why are you still forcing it? Clearly, you took them out of school for a reason. A lot of these moms took their kids out of school because there wasn't enough diversity. There wasn't the teachers were um, weren't equipped to handle the child's ADD or ADHD or whatever it was, the child's personality. They weren't equipped, and so the parents took them out of school to then fill in those gaps and. Trying to force that traditional structure isn't filling in that gap. If your child didn't do well sitting still all day, what makes you think that your child is now going to come home and sit at the kitchen table and sit still for two or three or four hours doing this work because that's what you want them to do? We have to get out of this mindset where we think that kids have to sit still to learn. They don't. So it was just really fascinating to, there were probably 50, 60 women who were all saying, oh, you have to find the right curriculum, you have to go with this accredited program, and you have to do this, and you have to do that. I mean, but that, you, if the state mandates that you do that, then you have to do that. Well. Because every state is different. Every state is different. And, and that was one of my suggestions, check with your state laws. 
find out if they can do virtual school, if virtual school is an option. Is that something you want or do you want to find a different type of curriculum? And a lot of them were saying that they were struggling with finding curriculums that weren't faith-based because that's a huge, huge market in the U.S. There's a that want to remove kids because of the secularization of, of public schools. They want to get their kid out of that. Well, what else are they going to choose? They're going to choose something. Right. Based. Well, I remember when, when Aaron Keegan were taking ballet and I would say 90% of those kids were homeschooled kids. And they were, they were either one extreme or the other, these parents were. They were either hyper-religious and super conservative, or they were the total other end of the spectrum where they were very liberal and they didn't want their children indoctrinated in all this nonsense. And I found that I kind of leaned more towards the liberal end, but I could see some of the conservative side too because I grew up in a very conservative area. And now when I look at how we have educated our children, I see more that we are that liberal parent where we're like, they don't have to sit still. They don't have to follow this guideline and this curriculum set forth by government officials. But all that being said, they have to know how to do it. They have to know that's how to do the, it. That's the, the issue. I think <clears throat> if you're just a parent whose who's lifetime of your learning was not, none of it was in education, you might need a curriculum. Absolutely. Because you, you need that you, it's going to be too overwhelming to start thinking about like all the different things that a person needs from K through 12 and trying to meet all of those needs and you're not equipped to meet those needs. Right. You might be equipped for one small sliver of it because of whatever you studied. Yeah. But all that other stuff, you you had no interest in it before and now you, you don't know what to do. Yeah. Okay. There's that. So it makes sense to get But something. there's also the, but, this thing where parents think that they have to know it all in order to be able to teach it. When in fact, you don't need to know any of it. You just have to be willing to co-construct and learn together with your child. Yeah, but see, that's just it. And that's most, where... I, I don't think most people that are doing homeschooling are not trying to be teachers either. No. They're trying to cre find a way to basically have their child self-teach when the child was never ready to self-teach. Oh, yeah. Like, when I talk about Aaron Keegan all the time, it's the, when we started new school, this year it was really fun because the teachers are like, you know, well, where do your kids go to school? And I always say at home. And then they want to know, well, how do you make sure they get their stuff done? <laughs> and they just look at me like I'm crazy. You can't really make sure. I mean, yes, you can. Sure, I can. That's what it. homework is. That's what have most of of a day for any regular teacher is checking to make sure that students did what they were assigned. Right. That's what we do. I mean, you've got to assign something, and then have the have the student. Do that thing 
And then you have to go and check, check it. it. And then Either with the student or without the student, you've got to check. And then you've got to go over it with the student. Yeah, that's just that's kind of, I don't know, two-thirds of all teaching and then assessing. But I think, like for us, well, for me anyway, I check your, your stuff in very different ways. Because you will say, no, Keegan will say, I'm going to watch One Strange Rock for Science today. I'm like, okay, great. You can tell me about it later. And then later, she will come back and she will say, oh, I learned about this thing and I learned about that thing. And she'll tell me all the cool things that she learned from watching One Strange Rock. Did you start watching, right? I did. And she'll tell me all these cool things and I'll be like, okay, great. So now I know she actually did what she said she was going to do and she learned all these things from watching the stuff. I don't need her to write stuff down. No, but here's the, like I said. But that's my way of checking. But you're going to, but that's only one, you're only dealing with one. She's only being forced, because I mean that's mostly what education is, is forcing people to do stuff they don't want to do. Right. She's only being forced to do one thing. And Give this is report. right. And uh, you you've gotta strengthen those other muscles as well. Yeah. Or at least those other abilities. Can you write it down? Can you make something about it? Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you express yourself in multiple different ways using the information that you got from that thing? Well I And that's most people parents that are out there that's too much work yeah because they've worked all day or they right. you know taken care of the house and they washed the laundry and they did the grocery shopping and made the foods and they don't talk about laundry blah 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 listen doing laundry. unless you're unless you are hand washing you're not doing anything when you do laundry Move right on. you put it in a, in a container the machine you push a button you take it from another machine and put it in another machine Push a button. It's kind of the same thing with that dishwasher. Yeah. In Thailand, we did laundry. Yeah. Yeah, we did laundry. And it was like a group effort. Yeah, it was. It was a family event. And and when it started raining or something, then it was moving it around, and it was, you know, come on now. Putting all the fans pointing at it in the the space. I mean, that's, like I said, I think it has to do with the parents and how well they are equipped to do that because then there is also where does the child go when they don't understand now we used lots of online things as well as books ck-12 things like that just whatever whatever place you could get that information and no matter how boring that thing might be or whatever if you could get it get it wherever you can get it right from whomever it did not matter it did not matter yeah. who the teacher was. And that's what I keep trying to t- make students understand. It's not the teacher well, necessarily. Someone... It's your it's your dedication to learning that thing. You can get the information, literally everything that you want to know. All you got to do is go to the library. But Listen. most people don't ever do that. This this woman said something, asked a question about YouTube. Do you let your kids watch YouTube? And somebody said... stop people from watching YouTube? This woman was like, my kids watch YouTube all day, every day. 
they're homeschooled, so you know, we use YouTube a lot. And this same woman came back and said, I yell at my children every day to get off YouTube because you can't learn anything from YouTube. You can learn everything. From Man, YouTube. the community blew up. Even how to get out of a boat. That's right. While in the boat. I was like, yes. you anything you want to learn, anything. You can find it on the YouTube. YouTube is a free educational space. It's literally everything. I learned how to oh make dream catchers. <laughs> I'm still learning stuff about my camera, the one recording this show right now. I still learn stuff about that camera that was put on YouTube five, six, seven years ago about this camera so that I can use it better. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've had it for years now. I've done, I. But there's always a little thing. It's like a, a, you can do this thing, or you can do that thing, or you can use it in this way. And you pull up the video, you watch the video, you okay, and then you move on. I mean, it seems like I think I think when people when you remove go get a book, and you remove having a test, and you remove the you know teacher not satisfying what the teacher wants and when you remove all those things people then call it not you're not you're not doing education anymore <coughs> that is the the idea that education can only happen one way yeah and, and so then homeschool people always butt up against this idea because you can do this lots of like if you have a friend who's really good in math they went to school for something dealing with lots of higher math, but your child is not getting math very well, but they don't see a relevance in it, but they love building with Legos. Now, you, if you have a person that really understands math, say from an engineering standpoint, or you know something even, even in art, they can see the connections yeah. between, say, the Lego and the math. They can see how those things work together, go together, and how they could just very quickly say, oh, well, if you like doing this, then we could just do this one simple thing, and all of a sudden, it all makes sense yep. to that child. I, I guess the my point is, don't be afraid to just step out there and, and find whomever living, dead, I mean, most of the people that you books are dead people right you, I mean you just find anyone that knows what you don't know but why are you looking for it? see that's the thing that's the that's where I think the biggest problem comes in is parents take on the the exploration of the of the topic in order to try to present the topic to the child like a teacher. Right. And it's like, just let the child go. Yeah. Just, yeah. just say, okay, what do you want to know? You want to know about this thing? You've got the tools. Go. Take them to the library. Go. If, if, if knowing how to use a library is important to you, which I don't know why it would be anymore, if that's the, what's important, then take them to the library. I mean, it's not like a big deal to learn, I mean, does anybody even learn the Dewey Decimal System anymore? No. Does no. anybody I even talk about it anymore? No. If I was in a school in the States, I don't think I would ever even 
bring it up anymore. It's I like, remember. oh, you want to find a book? You do a subject search. You get a list of books. You give the books that you want to the lady. The lady goes and gets you go give the book to the thing to the lady. The lady go gets the books, and then uh, you never need to know Dewey Decimal to do that. I remember taking the kids to the downtown public library for the first time, and as soon as we got in there, they both kind of stopped. They were little people. They both kind of stopped and looked like, "What is this magic place we're in?" And I took them to the children's floor, and I said, "Okay, you can look at any of these books you want." And they both came back with as many books as they could possibly carry and just sat in these little chairs for hours reading books. But they didn't learn about how to find the stuff. They just wandered the aisles, chose a book because it looked good and sat down and read it. Yes, but when we were in school, when we were young, teaching us that system was a lesson. It was a thing. Is that even a thing anymore? No, you go to the computer and it'll tell you. You do a subject search. Yep. You go to the computers in the room, and um, sometimes they ask the librarians, they'd go up to, to Miss Janice and ask her, you know, where can I find this? And she'd take them by the hand and walk them to the section. No, I'm saying if you went to a public library right now. Yeah, there's a computer. So I know there's a computer, but is it necessary to understand the system of categorization no. of the, the library so that you can then find what you are looking for. Not really, no. Yeah, I don't think that's a, even a skill. No. That's like using a typewriter. Yeah. It's not even a thing. I mean, I, I have to teach kids everywhere we've been what the tab key was for. <laughs> because they don't know what the tab key is for because they don't they don't indent. So, and apparently in English that there are two there are two schools of thought with indenting and one of them is the way we learned it indent a new paragraph yeah, blah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah but there's another school which is probably more prevalent in the world where you do not indent but you do a double space after each that's paragraph what I did. that's what i do and that's what that's, I, did for that's what I don't do and i'm always teaching indent indent and I do no both. extra it spaces on it depends on what I'm writing, I think. Yeah, I don't indent. I do the double space thing. If I'm writing, I don't writing, know when it started, but that's when I do it. If I'm writing a like a professional type paper, I indent. If I'm not, like if I'm writing fiction or something, I just do the double space. Yeah, I remember just learning to write. We had to indent. Well, yeah, but your uh, teachers are. Where our ages? Half a half a finger, and you start with yeah. like two fingers in, in front or whatever. Yeah. Whatever they taught us in like second grade. Um, yeah, I don't do that anymore. I I hit tab on accident. I hit tab to go down. Yeah. The options in filling out a, a making an account or whatever. Yeah. That's like the only thing I use tab for, and to get into menu. Do you know videos. how to go back up?
copy, paste, cut, paste. Okay. So control X, control Z is undo, control Y is redo, control C is copy, and control D is paste. But I learned that. You know more than I do. From drawing. Because I didn't know the other ones. And those aren't just Windows things. Those no. are Keyboard shortcuts? Yeah, those are just keyboard shortcuts that I everything use. Um, and once I started using my keyboard for my art, then I I really had to learn most of those. So another thing question we saw I saw this week was <clears throat> this mother was freaking out that her six-year-old wasn't reading yet. And she was getting really frustrated and angry and the child was on punishment because she couldn't read yet. Oh, yeah, because that makes a child read. And that she was... That's like smacking the crying baby. Yeah. The child you wouldn't even try. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. So, it's really hard for me sometimes not to pull out my, my soapbox and just go off. And I was like, listen, she's six. It is not normal for a six-year-old to be able to read. It's normal for them to get it by the age of eight. That's how their brains function. That's yes, how. but what are the demands of the the people around you? Well, and because that's that's probably what's happening. Right, and and we have this. I have so, read so many comments. Well, my three-year-old can read. No, they can't. No, but why I does that told, matter? Like, why I was told the... I was reading at three-year-old, <clears throat> three years old. I used to believe I was reading at three years old. The more I learn about how the brain functions, I don't think I was reading at three years old. I think I just memorized what the page said. But why are we trying, why is it important that children read earlier and earlier? Why is that the priority? That's what my question was. Like, why do you need her to read at six years old and her brain is not developmentally able to do that yet? And why are you getting angry because her brain isn't there yet? But it's not about the brain for parents. It is the brain. No, it is not. Regular parents are being socialized. Yes. To to demand abilities from their children based on something. And I have a feeling it has to do with the... Because I'm telling you now, among a lot of people in the United States... They're not even walking around talking about children reading at an early age. There's a whole group of people that aren't even, that's not even on their radar. You know, they're not even thinking about developmentally anything. They're not thinking about my child can do this and milestones and all of that. There's only one group of people that do that, that even think in those terms about their children. You see? And why is it among that group? That they think I need to have my child hitting milestones earlier than what other children, earlier than what I did. Right. Why is it that? Why is that happening? What's going on? I I remember when Aaron Hagen were learning to read, and <clears throat> because I believed that I I started reading at three because that's what I've been told my whole life. Um, I would get so frustrated. Like, come on, guys just read this word and one of the teachers said something to me that made all the difference she said 
when it happens, it will be like somebody switched on the light. And you, there will be no question that they can read. Stop forcing it. You're only pushing them further away from wanting to be readers. And so I stopped with all of that stuff. I stopped with the content. Come on, you read, I read. You read, I read. Instead, I was just like, do you want to read this page? No? All right. And I just kept reading. And before I knew it, Aaron was like, can I read that page? Are you sure you want to read the page? Yes, I want to read the page. I think you would read the page. But for Keegan, she lacked the confidence. She still lacks the confidence. But she lacked the confidence to even let the words come out of her mouth. But I knew that she was starting to read because I would ask her a question about something and she could answer the question without me having read the page to her. So I knew she was reading, but she wouldn't open her mouth and let the words come out. No, I guess what I'm trying to get at is... But she was like where seven. Are the, I know, why, why are people trying to push this scale? Why are they trying to push it younger and younger and younger? What is the benefit of a three-year-old who can read? There is no benefit. There's no benefit. So then why is it that people are doing that? What is happening in the culture that is forcing people to start thinking of the milestones as a sliding kind of scale that can be moved for my child? You know what I mean? We can just, <laughs> oh, my child's special, so they're going to do everything a year, two years and early, I think, three I years think that's early. the biggest. Why? That's the biggest pit that parents fall into. My child is special. They should be able to do these things early. And well, I'm going to prove that my child's special and make sure that they do these things early. And when they don't, then the parents get frustrated. No, you're special. I know you're special. So you have to do this thing when really they're just a child. Is Back it, the fuck is up. Is it the parent or is it the culture of the parents both. That that parent is around saying, like the the competition between yeah, pre yeah. preschoolers, the competition between yep. um, toddlers of, of going back and forth and being like, you know, I see what your kid can do and your kid looks like a dumbass, so I'm, I my kid can't be as dumb as your dumbass kid, so I I had to make sure that you know, and having that competition among the parents. Yeah. Yep, there's absolutely the competition among But that's only, like and I said, the that, child suffers. that is only among a certain group of people. Hmm. Most people do not look at their children and compete with the other children out there. That's not a I think thing. that is a very, very, very common Western. I'm not even saying it's Western. I'm saying inside of the United States, there's a very small group of people that are even thinking in those terms. Really? Hell yeah, oh yeah, because poor people don't fucking care about that shit. Poor people ain't walking around talking about milestones. Uh, the hell? They don't even know what milestone is most of the time. Because <laughs> you don't need to know. Like, I get asked questions because my daughter is going to be three, and so her mom will ask me questions all the time. Is this normal? Should she be doing this? Should she be doing that? And I'm worried because she's not doing this yet. But these are questions of intellectuals. Well, she's asking me because I know. No, no, but then I'm saying the, the parent asking those questions, only an intellectual is even going to think about asking that 
question. Well, I, uh, yes. But I also think she's asking this question because she has people around her saying, oh, your child doesn't do this yet? Why isn't she doing that yet? What are you doing wrong? The comparison of these Right, children. instead of saying, oh, she'll get there. You know, it's not a big deal. But why can't the person, the parent being criticized say, screw you, leave my child alone? No, because nope. that, that, see, you that's a, that. that reaction. Why not? Because they're then... Ostracized. In, in society, now they're going to get pushed to the to the outskirts. And then the group. child. But everybody should do that. No, 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 no. They're no, going to no. get pushed pushed away from their group. You have to remember, everybody has their group identification, the people that they think that they belong with. And if you don't act like the people inside of your group, that group will kick you out of that group. Then maybe you're not supposed to be in that group. Aaron. That's what the problem. That's what I'm saying. The problem lies is with people who put their child on a um, waiting list for preschool when they first know, when they first uh, learn that they're pregnant, they're already got them on a waiting list yeah. for the top schools, the top preschool. You see what I'm saying? They're they're already they're already doing that because in their group, one, they can afford it. You know, Two, it's expected. and then it's expected among the members of that group. But like I said, that's a very small group because most people do not have the ability to get their child onto that thing. Well, I onto when, that list. Right. When I started looking for preschools <clears throat> for you, mostly I wanted you to go to preschools to have the social interaction <clears throat> and to learn how to to control yourself without me being there to control your behavior. So I start looking at all these preschools and they're asking me all these questions. Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you write your name? Can you count to 10? And I'm like, okay, he can count to 100. Can he tie his shoes? Well, of course he can. He's three. Can he use scissors? Well, of course he can. And all of my of course he cans were not normal. Most of the kids could not do those things. I would say 85 to 90% of them couldn't do those things. And so I went through all of the preschools in the area and none of them, none of them fit. So I waited a year and someone said, hey, I want you to come and uh, do this observation at this school because I had to do observations for my early childhood stuff. And I said, okay, I'll go do observations at this school. And as soon as I did 20 minutes of observation, I was like, oh, this is where my kids are going to school. Because every single thing that you did at home, all the ways you were already learning, were not only acceptable in that environment, but they were encouraged. So that's why you ended up going where you went, because you didn't have to be the one to teach the other kids how to use the scissors or how to hold pencil or exactly but yeah, that's children but that's what all, happens all students are put in that position i i had to tell one of my students just this year i was she was getting class a class of three <clears throat> and she was getting frustrated because they kept asking her how do you say this in english they were asking in Spanish, how do I say this in English? And she was getting frustrated with them. It's like, you need to, you should have already, you should already know this. 
And I just looked at her and I was like, this is what happens when you know more English than everybody else. Yep. This is you what's going to happen. Anything. Well, yeah. but this is just what happens. Everybody, because they don't have a way of asking me. They can't ask me, how do I say this thing in Spanish in English? They've got to ask or find out another way. They can use, you know, uh, electronic means, internet or whatever. Or they can ask a person and... That, that's just part of what happens. And, yep. I told you, and I told her, I was like, look, you can make a choice. You can answer the question or you can give, tell them to, to look it up on their own. But that's all, that's only choice you're going to have. But that's kind of may never stop as long as you know more than the rest of your classmates. And she just had to understand that that's the position that she was in because she knew more English than the other students. But that's what all students get. Right, and that's not what I wanted for that's you. What happened to James? Yeah. Not James. Jim. That's what happened to him in China. You know, he had, <laughs> he had already gone to school in the states for two years. He he knew like more than every, probably every other student in the entire school. He knew more than all of them. But that's that's what I didn't want for you, and I didn't want for Keegan because. There, then it sets up this competition with the other kids, and it sets up the competition with the parents, and then you have this burden that you're too young to deal with. And so I chose not to send you to preschool early, even though you were tested at age four and came out at a six-year, six-month developmental level. And I was encouraged to put both you and Keegan in a gifted and talented program and there was no way I was going to do that to you. No way in the world. It would have been devastating for Keegan. But there's no way I was going to put you guys under that kind of pressure. You were little children. Yes, but see, that idea of the pressure that you're going to deal with is what people want their children to go through so that by the time they graduate school, they're going to go to Yale and Harvard and, you know, the high, the top schools of the moment. That's what they're doing. They're starting it at preschool level. Yeah. Hence why they're talking about milestones and where my child is in relation to the other toddlers that are running around, in, you know, at the birthday party. That's why they're doing it. Right. When you're two-year-old can do things, developmental things with her body that a seven-year-old cannot do, all of a sudden she's gifted and talented and she needs to be in this special program. I mean, I, no, I don't... No, just let her be two. I don't know. Does a society get better if you keep the... if you don't allow the way, the yardstick, so to speak, if you don't allow that to change? You see, does well, a society think, grow? If you just kept everybody the same force. all the time, that's society what, doesn't progress. And that's what they're trying to do by trying to force kindergartners to do stuff that they aren't developmentally ready for. They're trying to push that yardstick. The problem is... But I mean, what, what makes somebody developmentally ready? Uh, brain You're saying function? that it's, it's only biology? Because, Some of it is biological. Yeah, but that's just it. Don't we push that envelope? Don't we don't we force the issue in lots of other ways? 
I mean, think of just in sports. You know, yeah. most people didn't really. You had your pee wee leagues a little bit, right? And you, but it wasn't super serious. But you had them, and then you got to junior high school, and maybe you had some sports there, and then you had high school where you got a lot more serious about sports, right? And if you were really good, then you went on to university to play that sport or those sports. Now they're starting at such a young age where they're pushing. I mean, kids have whole professional careers before they ever get to high school. Yeah, yeah. My cousin was like that. He he was one of those little league kids who traveled all over the country playing little league. And by the time he was 21, 22, he was so burnt out. I know, but you're. I, I'm, I'm saying, but for so long. That's isn't that what we do? Yes. Yeah. You know, isn't that what what why we keep pushing the edge, and the edge keeps getting moved. In a direction, yeah. Because and so, if you're saying, "Oh, if the expectation is you can do this thing at six, and we, over the next twenty years, can move that to five, mm. you know what I mean? And then we can move it to four and a half. Yeah, you can get to the point where you have children that can read at three. Yeah. Now, I don't know what that means. I don't know how that makes things well, better, but... I'm taking this course right now about children who struggle with reading and writing. And I have had, I I can't even tell you how many education classes. And I've taken classes on teaching kids to read. And, and I've, I've done it. Like, I've done it for years. And I did not know a single bit of the stuff I'm learning in this course. Nothing. I knew there nothing, none of it. In all of these education classes, in all these teaching kids to read classes, in workshops, and I learned none of this stuff. But what do you? What is the class focused on? Uh, how to identify dyslexia and how to help a child who is struggling with uh, letter recognition and writing and reading. But why would you? That sounds like very specialized. Well, because as a as a teacher, an elementary teacher or preschool teacher, who is now expected, we are expected as preschool teachers to teach our four and five year olds to read. But see, here's here's they should the issue. know the fact that these kids are their, their brains do not they do not even process letters and words in the same way until like in a reading way until they're like almost eight nine ten years old sometimes they are still struggling like the average child not a child with dyslexia but an average child is still not at an adult like they can't look at the word and process each letter fast enough that they think they're reading a whole word at a time not until they're like in their 20s even but even as adults who've been reading let's see if I started reading at three as they claim and I'm 45 I've been reading for 42 years and my brain still doesn't read an entire word our brains don't read words we read individual for the gen ed teacher and that's I think that's I think it is because it wasn't necessary for the gen ed teacher 
years ago. Right. The gen ed teacher would take that student and pass them off to someone who specialized in the language acquisition. Right. Who because, specialized yep. in dyslexia. They would specialize in the reading speech coach. problems, reading yeah. problems, blah, 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 blah. And then the, spe- the, the gen ed teacher would continue on teaching Everything so that else. everybody, you know, yeah. teaching to the middle. While that child needs to get that special attention and that one-on-one attention, and now that person doing the one-on-one attention is gone. And now that child is stuck in that gen ed classroom. Yeah. And now you have to be an expert on everything that is language acquisition. It's like, no, that's that doesn't even make sense. Or everything that is reading. It's like, you could never do that. You could identify it and look at it and go, I think this child needs further help. Yeah. But I can't provide that help. Yeah. Well, and, and I just remember when I was in elementary school in one of the schools. I moved around a lot. But in one of the schools... Every term, every semester, they would pull the kids out in groups and then we would go to this special room and they would have us read the thing and they would mark up stuff and then we'd go back. And for those of the kids who were, I didn't know this at the time, those the kids who struggled with reading, they would be pulled out once or twice a week for like 30 or 40 minutes and then they would go to that room and they would be with that, that lady. Well, I thought because she had so many cool books in her room. I thought those were the kids who like did extra well, so they got to go and hang out and read all those cool books. I didn't know those were the kids that were struggling that needed the special help. So one day I was reading, like I think I was fourth, fourth or fifth grade, fourth grade, I guess. I was reading Great Expectations for silent reading time. And my teacher asked, what are you reading? And I told her. Great expectations. And she said, what is it about? So I told her what it was about. And she said, why are you reading these grown-up books? And I said, well, I want to go to that special room and read all the books. So I'm trying to become a better reader. At this point, I was reading second-level college level. And she's like, honey, that's not what that room is for. So here I was pushing myself because I was competing with those other kids, wanting to be better readers so I could go to that special room. But we don't have that option anymore. They don't have a special room for kids that need help. They also, yeah, well, they're dumping, so probably due to cutbacks. Right. They're dumping, or they had, they have been, dump, you know, dumping those kids that need extra help onto the shoulders of the gen ed teacher. Which is why the gen ed teachers should know some of this stuff. No, it would, no, they should not be dumped on the gen ed teacher. I agree. <laughs> Because your middle of your classroom gets lowered, and that's why they try to find creative ways to not get them in the testing and all of the yeah, other yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because they don't want to bring the scores down yeah. and blah 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 blah. It's like no, if 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 I need special help, there should be a staff to help me. Yeah. It shouldn't be that I have to get diagnosed and then this and, and then get, an get an the IED drugs and, and then blah blah blah, blah blah. I do all this stuff. To get the same help that 20 of my friends in the same fucking class, we all need. Yeah. It's like, no. Maybe we need a different class. And I have been preaching that from way back because it was never right to dump those kids into gen ed. The general ed teacher being responsible for a classroom of 30 to 40, half to 60% of them have different IEP. 
and now you're gonna how do you manage that right and you're just one teacher one teacher teaching one subject or in the case of elementary one teacher teaching a class right subjects now my first classroom in a public school i was a parapro and in the classroom there were 53 kids of those 53 kids i think 21 of them did not have an iep so our job as the parapros because we had two teachers and two parapros our job as the parapro was then to take a small group of 10 or 12 kids and focus on that one subject so each subject had an adult in it as it was you know assigned and then they would rotate to the next and i get a new group of kids but that's the only way a gen ed class could function that you need lots lots of adults in the room to help to assist to meet the requirements of those uh plans for each one of those students you have to have it even if they should, I don't think that they shouldn't be integrated. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is you have to get, you can't have a teacher trying, one teacher managing all of that. No, it's overwhelming. But it's, you know, just having five kids with different IEPs yep. could be overwhelming. And they're always talking, they're always trying to tell teachers that they need to Create your plan and then come up with all the accommodations. Well, how, how would oh, I even God, that do differentiation that? nonsense. Yeah, it's like I, that's not even a. I, I. You're 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 trying to dump so much stuff onto one person that they're not going to be very effective <laughs> at meeting the needs of those students of those children. They're just not going to be. Well, any good at it. They're just going to be doing the. They're going to be doing the paperwork, yeah. but they're not going to be good at actually the implementation. No, and and like for my kids now, I've been away since October, the beginning of October, October first, literally. And I'm supposed to, when I submit my lesson plans, I'm supposed to have differentiation for all these different kids, except for I don't know what their diagnostics say because I wasn't there to finish the diagnostics. I missed an entire set of diagnostics, so I can't even write the differentiations because I don't know. I've been away for three months. I, but I don't think anybody would have the expectation that you didn't know. Um, yeah. How I, could they? How could they? I don't know. We haven't been there. There's an expectation. That doesn't even make sense. Well, that's 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 got to that, be on how you manage it because right. I was not here, people. Yep. So how would I know? Did you give me the information? Nope. No. Was I supposed to be working at home? No. So, yeah. I'm not supposed to have that information yet. You're going to get back there on day one and they should dump a bunch of shit on me. Yeah, that's what that's I'm That's kind of what should happen yep. because you've got to now play catch up. Yep. Three months of catch up. To the abilities of your students that have, should have changed by now. Yeah. Well, and I have one kid who, he who came the week that I was told I had to go home, he came the next day. So I really don't even know the child at all except for the the one day I was in the classroom after that. And he was a holy terror. I don't know how he behaves now. I mean, we don't know each other at all. So. All right. You got anything else? No. Can we run away? Sure. Run away from the 
burn right I'm gonna write some more today. Are you got anything else for the people? No, I blacked out. You blacked out? That's how I felt yeah, in the beginning when you were talking about movies and stuff. See? See? If you would watch them, you wouldn't feel that way. You'd have an opinion. Yep. But don't you have an opinion on what we did? We're talk- I have- no, I don't. <laughs> I had to guide. But you had an opinion about that. my frustration. The pattern. You had a, an opinion about my frustration level with you reading. Because I heard you mumble over here. I uh, know. You, you're going back in time now? You got to rewind the tape? Five minutes ago. Five minutes? You've been talking for 30. No. Man, it's, it's 1238. Yeah, we exactly. We started at 1122. Did we? Yes. Nobody said the time, so I didn't know. I didn't check. I checked. I wanted to see if it was alive. It wasn't. That's why I didn't say this. That's it? That's all you got for today? I think that's all I got for today. Yeah. Um, definitely, we're going to be trying. We. You, me. not me. We're going to be try, trying to get on the YouTubes all of the back stuff every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. That's my, that's my goal. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, a new show, a new piece of a show, uploaded. Alright. So stay tuned. Don't stay tuned, go to fucking YouTube. <laughs> Ring the bell and all that bullshit, you know, do that thing. Like, subscribe. You know, there was one YouTuber. And comment, because we want to hear what y'all think. One YouTuber doesn't have an outro, so he's just like, an outro. do all the things that YouTubers say you do. I know! Y'all know what You know what to do. You watch this. Just go do it. If you, if, you, if you found us on the YouTubes, and you're watching on the YouTubes, guess what? You know how to do the YouTubes. <laughs> Ring the bell and blah, blah, blah. If you want to follow The Traveling Furs, you can find us on the YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, iTunes, Spotify, and the Google Podcast at The Traveling Fars. If you like Instagram and Twitters, Traveling Fars. If you like the email, travelingfars at gmail.com. And the blog space, thetravelingfars.blueberry.net. No E's in the blueberry. The paper I forget every damn day. If somebody asks me any of this information, I need this to tell them. <laughs> so, Aaron. I, I now put it on my desk because... I, I don't know. Are you going to start blogging this year? Vlogging? Blog. Blog? The, the writing of the things. Writing? No, that's your job. No, I think I'll be, if I do anything, I will leave this like this, and then blog. I'll just do blogging. Okay. Blogging is more fun. Why would I do blogging? Blogging is boring. Yeah, it's just it you. Just it's just you typing. Just you sitting there. Angrily typing away. My opinion. Yeah, no. Instead of. I can just opine right here. I can your opinion. do it right here. I can do it for the people. I can do it live. Oh, it. God dang it. I knew I was coming. Say goodbye to the people. Bye. Peace. Have a good weekend. Or whatever day of the week you're watching us. I have to be. So bad. Whatever day of the week you're watching us. <laughs>
sitting here? Yeah. Why are you still sitting here? Why not? You guys took off running, so I assumed the bathrooms were occupied. 